You were about to listen to the Timey Wimey Tea Time Podcast, a geekyantics.net and allgames.com production. Find out what everyone's talking about. The Doctor, of course. Doctor Who? Exactly, that Doctor. <laughs> Join us live at www.twitch.tv forward slash geekyantics. That's G-E-E-K-Y-A-N-T-I-C-S. Hang out with us, ask questions, laugh and have at it. We can't wait to hear what's on your minds and hearts. Tiny Whiny Tea Time Welcome to Timey Wimey Tea Time, where friends gather to talk about all things Doctor Who, sci-fi, fantasy, zombies, creativity, and geekdom as a whole. And since we are a Twitch show, there will be plenty of video games, or just gaming in general. So rest assured, we got you covered. Before we get into all of the stuff that we're about and what our topics today for Tea Time are, some introductions. Really, one Kind of long-winded introduction that uh, we've just kind of stuck around from our days with Stan Farina as co-host. Uh, Stan is currently on a pilgrimage, a voyage of sorts, uh, through time and space. But he's still with us in spirit. But uh, he would describe me. He has his own little description for me. Uh, actually, before I get, even, get into that, I can't even get my stuff together today. I'm Yomar Lopez. Hi, how are you? I'm known throughout the interwebs and sometimes the Whoverse as uh, Yogizilla. Uh, friends IRL call me Yogi. And as Stan has been known to say, I'm a gamer, a dreamer, an author of silliness, a disgruntled techie, a wild-eyed entrepreneur, and a fistful of happy emojicons and sunshine. I ran into the battle upon a glittery My Little Pony. Out of my mouth come laughing swords of peppermint and ginger. But above all, you know, I don't like to my own horn. What's really important here is that I, I hope we can become friends and uh, as we em- embark upon a journey through time and space to human condition and merriment slash bantering. Now, usually by now, I am joined by uh, Fatal underscore Blades. That's F8TL underscore Blades from uh, our Twitch stream team here on Geeky Antics, uh, a.k.a. Oolong. But uh, I think he had a long night. He had some guests come over last night. Uh, we were doing some late-night Heroes of the Storm and... Geeking out as we usually do with our community game nights, and um, yeah, he uh said BRB, and that's pretty much all she wrote. We might be joined by Kevin from the Worst Radio Show, or um, if she gets up in time, uh, Michaela, aka Princess Kitty, aka Renee Bones, and if you hang out with us on any of our other various podcasts. Or uh, st- uh, streaming events, or gang nights as we call them, or Geeky Antics Network uh, community gaming nights. Um, you'd, you'd be familiar with some of these folks. 
But if you're not, at the very least, make sure you check out the worst radio show. Uh, the, that's uh, the worst radio show on uh, Twitch TV forward slash the worst radio show. The worst radio show podcast. They're on iTunes, Stitcher. Um, we are officially a team. Uh, we're working more closely together. Uh, we were part of the UBN, and we still are. But uh, UBN is kind of just a team, a glorified team page right now. So we're kind of partnered through Twitch unofficially uh, through that. But uh, we're working together under the uh, Geeky Antics uh, banner, uh, and I'm excited about that because, you know what? No matter how good you are and how, mu- how many people you know or what you know, nothing beats networking and collaborating. No one does it alone. Um, and actually, before I forget, we are looking for more niche and specialist con- uh, podcasts. Uh, ra- if you have a radio drama, perhaps a creative writing workshop maybe you have a marketing slash small business podcast that would appeal to people that are doing things as simple as running an etsy shop or uh running a twitch channel because that is a business that is very much a supplemental or livable income for a lot of people um and you know a lot of our twitch streamers use that as a significant source of income um we definitely would like to get in touch with you. We're also looking for like niche niches in the gaming. Uh, you know, we're pre- predominantly you know we're a geeky network, but we do focus a lot on gaming because that's something that uh, unites us all um, outside of the fandoms. So we're particularly looking for things like uh, Smite, um, Heroes of the Storm. You may have noticed we really love the game Hearthstone, um, Scrolls, um, Soul Forge. You know, we're pretty big on the deck building, uh, tabletop games, the indie games, and the MOBAs. And that's kind of a wide array of stuff, but yeah. We get, we cover all the bases, though. We go all over, we're all over the place, in a good way. But we, we do have our kind of little niches and, and uh, focus for the content. But um, before we uh, you know, go off on any more tangents... Let's talk about the lovely things we will discuss during uh, Tea Time today. And uh, these are tentative because I am alone today and I do need adult supervision. Um, And I think Obi-Wan is actually, Obi-Wan X2 is actually streaming. Let me uh, bother them on Twitch. <laughs> he's streaming. Uh, he's a morning person, and I'm a night owl, so it's kind of cool. It works out well because he's one of the main people in our Twitch stream team. He's also uh, a host of two of our shows, and soon there might be a third and fourth. We are adding. We're definitely focusing a lot more on podcasts. We're, we're really enjoying the opportunities that are opening up with uh, podcasts, uh, sponsorships. Um, People requesting interviews and a lot of collaborative opportunities. You still have that. That definitely is possible with uh, video where they're doing Twitch, uh, YouTube, I don't know, Hitbox, uh, Periscope. The thing about it is a lot more of a grind with those things. So you got to go strike. You got to strike while the iron is hot, as they say, right? But we're still big on Twitch. Don't worry. We're still here. We're just mainly sticking to podcasts. And for me personally, I still be doing gameplay streams, but not as much because my ISP charges uh, for data usage, and it's pretty lame. 
and streaming is very resource intensive. So I want to make sure when I do stream, it'll, it'll count. But more, more on that in a bit. So, topics for today on Tea Time. In the first half of the show, we're going to have our usual before we go deeper segment where we just uh, do announcements like I just shared and kind of share behind the, f- behind the scenes stuff for the Geeky Ethics Network, the family of content producers, content creators, content cr- curators, and just overall geeks. Um, you know, a little, little housekeeping and whatnot. Then we'll do our Who News segment, where uh, it's Who, Who via News, and also just geeky news as a whole. Then uh, we're going to come back to uh, a segment that we've had several times before. We're not just a, a fandom cast. You know, I know a lot of you folks that have been with us from the beginning know us as a Doctor Who you know, fan cast and perhaps some The Walking Dead there. We're not just about even just about TV shows. We we are actually really big on creative writing, so we're going to share the segment now called Creative Corner and share a piece from Andrew Murray, aka Lord Rakdos. The piece is called Black Gestures. So that's going to be great. And that'll end the first half. It should be a shorter first half, and then the second half we're going to go much deeper. Second half our tea time topic, and I I like that tea 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 time topic. I don't know. I like the way that sounds. I hope you do too. But uh, we're going to talk about the root of toxicity. So that's going to be a really deep topic. I was hoping to have a guest on here. So hopefully I can snag someone for that. Because I want to really get into a discussion about it. Uh, ideally, uh, a tabletop discussion. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm sending out some uh, some messages on the Skippy. The Skype. I call it Skippy sometimes. I don't know. I'm, I'm weird like that. But, uh... We will figure things out. I see Kevin from The Worst Radio Show is in here. What's up, buddy? Uh, and BFT9000 is joining. Cool, we're getting... People slowly but surely trickling in. Um, so, yeah. We have the T10 topic, the root of toxicity. Then we'll get into the gaming verse. We'll talk about all the latest uh, games that have been uh, consuming our time. Or helping us escape. And those are not bad things at all. That's a big outlet for most of us, is just playing some good games. Uh, and it can be tabletop, they can be video games, you know? There's games all over the place. And the gaming verse is quite massive, and it's growing more and more. Especially noticing the ta- tabletop scene is is on a nice uh, upswing, too. It's really cool to see that. Um, finally, we'll end with our outro and shoutouts. So that's when we have uh, some plugs, some, maybe some sponsor messages. You know, we uh, promote Things that we would like you to comment on, share, etc., etc. Ways that we could connect and help each other out. And perhaps uh, ways that we could share some value with you. So, before we go deeper, for those that want in on the Heroes of the Storm uh, closed beta. Alright, now the closed beta is in effect through May 18th. May 19th, HOTS goes into open beta. But for those that can't wait, we have codes to give away. So we don't have an official way we're doing, giving them away just yet. I would say stay tuned to our Twitter feeds or visit geekyantics.net, particularly geekyantics.net forward slash forums. We may drop a couple in there for folks to use as they wish. That's going to probably be in the closed forums so that 
we don't have bots picking them up. We want people, real live people using them, giving them to a friend or whatever. And, or we'll have a blog post. Well, that'd be public, so that probably wouldn't be a good idea. So, but we have, we have details there. So, keep an eye out. More than likely, it'll be during one of our live shows. And our schedule's up on twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics. Antics, you know, like shenanigans. I think that's the easier word to spell, antics. But it means about the same thing. And, um, geekyantics.net forward slash schedule. You go there. Um, just tweet. Hashtag the gang. And gang is just a silly little acronym I came up with. Geeky Antics Network Global. It sounds cheesy. It's very much tongue in cheek. And that's kind of the whole idea. We're, we're serious about our, our passions, our geeky, geeky pursuits, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. That's kind of the whole idea. We're just having fun and trying to build a, a fun, welcoming community. And so far, it's going very well. There'll always be a little bit of salt. As you'll find in, uh, when we talk about toxicity. But there's ways to deal with that. Uh, you can tweet me. At Yogizilla. And please follow. Uh, Fatal Blades is F8. Number 8. TL Blades. Then we have my cohort. From Horseplay Live. OB1X2. He's also the host of the Sunday Dose. Definitely check them out. Uh, it's a lot more risque than even horseplay live without saying something and uh they're a lot more focused on the competitive gaming scene so they get a lot more hardcore about it and of course the network's twitter geeky antics i also like to just shout out and 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 i don't know if they have any keys on their side but all games radio on twitter Uh, check them out all games network at allgames.com i'm sure there's a bunch of people like sworn uh, maybe even Chipsella, aka Captain Chaos, that are sitting on keys. So, really, folks, start giving them out so people can take advantage of them. They don't go to waste. Uh, we only got what little, little over two weeks now. So, we're gonna do whatever we can. Hey, if you happen to be in the right place at the right time, we're playing the game, and you're you're on our Teamspeak server, and you feel left out. Hey, here's a key. Boom. That's how that's how it's been happening. So, the way to be part of that is to. Be involved, uh, be on our live shows, uh, be on our website, and our forums, you know, and we'll, we'll notice you. We pay attention. We give lots of love. I hope I'm sounding okay. I don't know. I'm looking at the mic levels. It's, I, I think it sounds nice and warm, but who knows? So, hey, uh, our word of the day, I'm a, big of a, I'm a bit of a wordsmith, so I like, I like finding nice little cool words to share. I think uh, our... At least American culture has become far less literate uh, as a whole, and it kind of worries me. People don't really know how to spell anymore, and uh, don't know how to use words that uh, aren't cheap vernacular. The vernacular has its place, you know. But uh, anyway, I won't go off on that rant. But communication is very important, folks. All right, kids, if you're listening, kids, it's important to communicate effectively, if not efficiently. Efficiently is even better. But at least be effective. So our word of the day comes from dictionary.com, of course, and it's rhapsodic. That's spelled R-H-A-P-S-O-D-I-C. It's an adjective that means extravagantly enthusiastic or ecstatic. Or um, you can say it's pertaining to or a characteristic of or of the nature or form of rhapsody. I always find it funny when dictionaries use the base word in the etymology as a meaning is like, well, what's Rhapsody? 
Is this some kind of zen-like thing? Uh, I know Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, you know, uh, well, it's it's like it's a state of bliss, I guess you could say, right? And I like this little quote. You know, they always give you little nice quotes in, in good dictionaries so you can see the usage. Uh, if you should consume them, I would be more than just happy, perhaps even rhapsodic. And I will personally drive back to the house and get you yet another from my own personal cellar. That's from T.C. Boyle, When the Killing's Done, 2011. Eh, it works. Hey, Obi's in the house too. Excellent. So, hey, Cinco de Mayo, good timing. Cinco de Mayo is coming. And I want to do something special. Because the, on the 5th of May, we'll be two weeks out from the open beta for Heroes of the Storm. So, we're cooking up a community event. And, um... The details are, haven't been ironed out. I want to see what everybody's availability is. But you can expect a lot of adult fun. So 21 and over only, please. Cares. There might be some language used. Could we get a little wild at late night drinking and whatnot? You know, but we're, 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 it's in a controlled environment, so it's okay. Um, there will probably be beer alongside maybe wine, if you prefer that. Unless not everybody's a fan of beer. Alongside some Soul Forge, Hearthstone... Scrolls and random indie games, uh, and uh, maybe select uh, members of our Twitch stream team will uh, stream Hearthstone, uh, not Hearthstone, uh, Heroes of the Storm. So we might have multiple streams going at once, and the main feed, the main feed will be over at twitch.tv forward slash geekyantics. I'm thinking this will be a 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and up kind of thing, late night thing. So we'll see. How that works out. So stay tuned for that. Uh, again, details on that will be on at geekyantics.net forces blog. If not, last minute updates are always on Twitter. So, and maybe even our Facebook fan page. And I thought I uh, muted my phone. Let me go ahead and handle that. You may have heard the little laser in the background. Pew! There we go. Now it is muted. And Blue's, Blue thought I was getting up, and she's getting up with me, and then she realized I was just moving to get something, and she went back to bed. Funny. And she, she's my co-pilot today. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. We don't do a lot of heavy self-promotion, but we will be doing more sponsorships on the individual level and also on a network level. Now, how it works, if you are uh, a contributor on the Geeky Answer Network, whether your content is exclusive, we actually don't ask anyone to be exclusive, but if you... Say, hey, I just want to work strictly with Geeky Antics. Cool, that's awesome. But you're still an independent contributor. You get to do what you want. We'll give you some guidelines you know, to help you along and make sure you have better reach and um, quality content. You know what? We, we can always perfect what we do. But overall, everyone is an independent contributor as part of a family over here on Geeky Antics. So with our sponsors, it's just a way to help me... Keep up with the day-to-day stuff, maintaining the website, you know, uh, editing content that people uh, contribute, uh, reblogging and, and uh, featuring other people's content, etc., etc. And it gets very, uh, you know, I do a lot of outreach, I do a lot of um, follow-ups, relationship building with uh, potential guests and other collaborators. Um, Sometimes I just like to scour the internet 
I need help today. Why do I need help today? I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I know, not as fun without the banter. Um, yeah, I'm reading the chat here. And uh, Dreadnought, he's someone we haven't seen in a while. Dreadnought3447. What's up, man? He's back from the Dawngate days. Rip Dawngate. Thank you, EA, for that. That was a good game. But, uh... Yeah, if you guys want to join... Oh, <laughs> If you, gotta, if you do want to join, the conversation again today will be revolving around toxicity. And, of course, there will be some heavy Heroes of the Storm talk. So, um, I don't know if I should go on TeamSpeak and do that. Or just do Skype. Uh, let me know if you want to... Oh, he's in TeamSpeak. Okay, so I'll, I guess I have to get on TeamSpeak. I have to get back on there. Um... Because Skype, we try not to keep Skype up because people like to do weird things like DDoS. You know, it's like, hey, get a get a hobby, kids. Come on. <laughs> I am connecting to the Skype. And uh, shout out to Obi for uh, connected. Maintaining it. You guys like that? That's uh, John St. John, the voice of Duke Nukem. Connected. That's a terrible impression. But uh, thanks to Obi for... Uh, Maintaining the server and helping us keep the peace. It's it's his server, but it's become the unofficial Geeky Antics server. <laughs> and we have a lot of channels. People coming here like, man, you guys have a lot of channels in here. Like, yeah. Different uh, rooms with different games and activities. Like, uh, sometimes I set up a little music room. And uh, people chat in there. So let me go in here. Channels switched. Yogizilla and the gang. Streaming channel. Obi, feel free to jump in anytime. Yes, Heroes of the Storm, of course. We've been talking a lot about Heroes of the Storm. Uh, and the Alpha, not so much, because we didn't. I, it it kind of sucked for me, because not, not that many people were in the Alpha. I, I got some people into the Alpha, but I didn't play it enough. It's like, uh, it hurt my feelings. Like, people were sitting on Alpha access to Heroes of the Storm and taking it for granted. It's like, that's a big Buddy deal. joined your channel. That is a big deal. Not take it for granted. Obe! What's up, guys? Hello. Told my stream, I said, we're going to go watch Time and Me Tea Time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I went, and it's a completely different format today, so it's going to be fun. Well, not completely different, but we're not, we're not going to talk about the usual fandoms and and whatnot. Yeah, whatever I can do, I can do to help. I mean, I know, I know you're always there for me, so, you know, I try to help out when I can. Word. I was just saying, we're, we're family on Geeky Antics. And definitely, definitely. And we're growing, slowly but surely, as far as, like, people, like, we have a massive audience, but there's a lot of lurkers, but we're finally getting more people that are taking taking point and taking initiative, and that's great. What's up, Morgana? Oh, Morg in the house. But Another, you know, Mor- Morg, was the like first, Morg was, like, first on my stream. She's like, I knew it, you were going to start streaming again. I was like, yeah. <laughs> You can't stay away from it. It hurts when you take. I, I can't, too long. dude. It, it really hurts because, like, um, like your fans can get toxic too, and that's the last people you, you want to get toxic. So, um, don't want to make them too, rage too much. So, I might, might as well Obi might as well stream a little bit. So, we're doing a Saturday strum. Oh yeah, is is uh, we're doing gang night tonight? Yeah, we can. I'm going to be streaming all day. So, all right, cool. Yeah. Suppose so, uh, I think Dreadnought's down to play some post-show Heroes of the Storm, and then tonight we'll uh, 
probably will play more Heroes of the Storm, and we'll find something else we can play together. By the way, I want to thank our sponsors again, geekyheads.net. I went off on a long tangent there, I realized. Back, bringing it back, thanks to our sponsors. You can find all our sponsors at geekyheads.net sponsors, uh, forward slash sponsors, rather. So geekyheads.net forward slash sponsors. And you'll, know, you'll find that our individual streamers and podcasters have their own things that they share, they promote. Uh, so look at their banners, look at the links that they share. Do support them. It's not mutually exclusive. You know, obviously everybody can't be everywhere at once and... You know, the dollar and the clicks only go so far. But, but, you know, you can share the content. You can tell some friends. You know, tell five friends. Hey, I like, really like this show. Hey, I really like this uh, channel. I, oh, they have this event coming up. Oh, they have this giveaway. You know, all that kind of stuff. Get conversations going. That's how, you know, that's kind of how viral marketing kind of starts up. You know, it's just mm-hmm. good conversations. Definitely. All right, all my viewers are over here. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> A nice little house. All three of them. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, Kevin from the West Radio Show might be joining us too, but he's babysitting yeah, he was, right now. he was watching me a little bit ago, where me and Yomi were doing some crazy stuff on GTA 5. Obi's Bandits, is that the crew mm-hmm. over there? Second we're starting off pretty good, though. I mean, the more people that want to play, they're starting their heist. I'm helping with the, their, you know, because I have the up-armored cars already and all that other good jazz, so they just get in my car and we just go wipe out the, you know, the, the setup real quick or, you know, whatever. It's pretty fun. Yeah, there's always activity over in that channel. I noticed that. But uh, once again, I want to remind you all that we're not just part of the Geeky Antics family. We're part of the AllGames.com family. And you can find us live at AllGames.com. Just go to the front page, and there's a little media player in the upper-hand corner. It's HTML5, which that if, if you don't care about technical stuff, there's no problem. But what that means to you, to that most people, to everyone really, is that you can pretty much play, use that player anywhere. As long as you have a you know decent smartphone, you know Android, iOS doesn't matter, even Windows Phone, HTML5 players work nine out of ten times. So you just go there, hit play, and you listen to the stream. We're also on Twitch.tv forces Geeky Antics. That's every Saturday at noon Eastern, 5 p.m. in London, 4 p.m. in Madrid, and that's also 9 a.m. Uh, on the Pacific uh, the West Coast. And if you missed the live show, you can tune in to YouTube on Saturday evenings. I'm usually pretty good about getting the show uploaded the same day. I've been kind of slacking lately, so I'm sorry. There's been a lot going on. But good stuff. Good stuff has been going on. But where that's at uh, YouTube.com forward slash Geeky Antics. So we're pretty easy to find. Just if you search Geeky Antics on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Facebook, Tumblr, we have stuff everywhere. And you can get to know... The, the gang, the team, the family. Hashtag the gang. And for our show specifically here, uh, you can search Twitter for hashtag TWTT, Tommy Wemmy Tea Time, for links to our latest YouTube upload and different relevant things regarding to uh, creativity, fandoms, and all that good stuff. A word of warning, some of our other shows on our respective networks may not be age-appropriate, or dare I say, your cup of tea. You don't say. That's right. Little. <laughs> my shows are a little bit uh yeah let's just say raid not p rated pg <laughs> yeah yeah so you know take it with a grain of salt but oh, keep an open mind we're just having fun and everyone in the, ch- in the chat that jo- enjoys this life seems to enjoy it so that's good can't yeah, make you can't only, please everyone that's though the, that's the only good part right there though as long as everybody else is having fun you know we step over the line we gotta let you gotta let us know 
If you don't let us know, we don't know we're doing anything wrong. Same thing I tell my wife. If you don't let me know what I'm doing wrong, then I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. Yep, yep. Yeah, definitely hold us accountable. I mean, actually, that's going to be one of the topics as, as part of the, the toxicity discussion. So we're not segueing just yet, but keep that in your back pocket. But, folks, we miss your brilliant comment over, over comments, not just comments, comments over at YouTube. Uh, I have seen lots of people sharing our stuff on YouTube and doing the whole thumbs up thing and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. favoriting. But, you know, I'm not big. I'm not huge on comments, but it's something nice about having a real authentic comment left. It's not just awesome. Good stuff, you know, because sometimes that's just bots saying stuff. When you have a really thoughtful comment that gets people having a conversation, because over time, people keep coming back to that discussion and it keeps growing. And it's cool. That's how relationships are built and you meet people. So that's the internet is best. I'm still getting comments on that first, that initial thing I put on the website with realism, dude. Oh, yeah. I get an email about that every now and then. Like somebody, somebody else commented on it. I'm like, damn, it's still going. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. What, almost two years ago? That's the thing, too. Yeah, it's it's been a while. But that's the thing, too. You could, all the content we have on the website, geekyantics.net, you could subscribe. And you can subscribe to the thread. You you can set up an option so that it'll notify you via email when someone replies to your comment or when the post is updated. You could um, subscribe via our mailing list. Or subscribe to the blog email digest. There's so many ways to get it so that you're always brought back to the conversation, you know. So and a lot of people have been taking advantage of the forums too, so that's exciting. Yeah, it is. But, and I've been pushing people to the forums too. Um every time I go and because I tell them, you know, like we're gonna you know, with the CSGO thing with the team and everything, we're writing on the forums and we're you know, so people are people are seeing it every day though, which is awesome. Yeah, you know, and I get that people are not all writers, but you don't need to be, like, super articulate. The reason the written form is still better than most other things is because you get to think out your... You get to plot out your thoughts better, and and it captures moments and ideas better. You know, whereas a lot of times with like a podcast or video or you're in team speaking, you're in the moment, it's stream of consciousness and you have, it's a different kind of experience. They're all good. But when you sit down and write about it, you really start think, tackling the issues you're trying to share, the ideas you're trying to share, you can flesh them out a lot better and it has more long-term value because you have a one-off conversation. It's great. It's like, oh man, I had a really good conversation with so-and-so. What was it about? Then you have to go through that whole spiel again, you're going to miss some of this stuff because you don't remember all of it. But then if you say, oh, you know, we had, I had a great conversation with so-and-so and then I wrote a blog post about it or I wrote a forums post about it, here's the link. Now you're building a real experience, a real conversation around, on, around those ideas. And it's good for but everybody. That's, but that's just with anybody, though. I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're talking about something, and like me and you, we talk all the time about different things we want to do, like what we want to do later on, for either geeky antics or our own personal life, if we like, we talk about it, then you write it all down because because you remember it all. You remember every fact. You remember every detail. It's better for a reader in in, in retrospect, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, 
most people don't have very good retention. So writing things down is is a good way to avoid losing those those nuggets. You know, when you get that insp- moment of inspiration. So you may not be able to write an article. You know, maybe you can't even do. You know, uh, and blogs don't have to be long form. They could be short form, like Tumblr. But let's say you don't want to write a blog post, but you have a little idea, like a t- two or three sentences, maybe. A good, that's a good forums post. It's a, it's a conversation starter, and then you you know you keep building it together, and it becomes a crowdsourced idea or a topic, and then that could be that could spark a new podcast, uh, a new community event, uh, a, a Twitch event. Uh, a blog post. I mean, so many things can be born out of that. I mean, you might be able to create the next great geeky convention, you know? So, collaboration, you know? And all sorts of simple little things. You just have to plant the seeds. If you don't do it, there's no opportunity for it to happen. So, if you, But if you plant the seeds, you can reap, you know, the, the harvest later on, you know? But anyway. And we don't want to hear, really, we don't want to hear any excuses either. Oh, oh, I don't even know how to operate a website. Neither do I. So if I'm making the attempt to get up there and get on there and try to see what's going on, you guys can do that too. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Definitely. A lot of times we we uh, shoot ourselves down and we don't realize our own potential. Wow, a lot of people are talking already about Avengers. Uh, BFT saw it last night. And Lord Rakdos, who was really excited about today's show, because he knew what we were going to be talking about, he went to see it. <laughs> he went to see it like just a few minutes ago, like a half hour ago. You think, oh crap, I'm gonna meet, I'm gonna miss uh, TWTT. I'm like, well, I can't blame you. It is Avengers. We'll be on, we'll be on <laughs> iTunes and Stitcher. So it'll be you okay. Can't blame you, buddy. And TuneIn Radio, we're on there too, by the way. But yeah, enjoy, folks. And we'll probably, we'll probably talk about this soon enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some people are not even aware that it came out. Kind of snuck up on everybody. Uh, actually, we didn't even mention that in the news last last uh, podcast, but that's all right. I, I think everybody knows already. I said something about it Thursday. Did we? Okay, I think we. I, th- I think I didn't remember if we did. Ice cream crops out. Yeah, good times. By the way, you need to send me the your what you have of the audio file, and I'm gonna have to mix it down with what I have <laughs> okay. and remaster it. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, dude, that was. I I hated my U. I still hate my USP for that. ISPs, man, I tell you. ISP. ISPs are really poopy butts sometimes. But and they were like, "Well, something happened, so it's not really our fault." I was like, "It something happened, so it is your fault." <laughs> I like how on under contract they'll guarantee something like ninety eight percent uptime, but you never get that. You know, eh. Or that tell you on paper you get this this much of a up, upload and download, but you don't get that. Like, I don't I'm even have to, it sometimes. I'm going to business. Um, I'm going to business line. It's gonna be a little bit more money a month, um, but I'm gonna get all the pricing and all that stuff so I can tell my wife and see what happens. So, I've been contemplating it, but at this point, I don't feel like I want to give Comcast any more money because of how terrible they are with the customer service. But yeah. That's for another. That's for another. Rat. I don't want to get into a salty place. Right. But, but folks, do come over to YouTube. Leave some comments. We have the Time Army Tea Time playlist there. If you just want to go straight to it, we have a short link for you. It's bit.ly forward slash twtt playlist, and twtt is in uppercase. Finally, we have a voicemail line. 
If you're in the States, it's 206-415-4987. If you're outside of the U.S., it's 011-206-415-4987. If uh, a phone is not a good option for you because of toll charges, we understand. Uh, one day we'll, we'll, we'll make it so you can call internationally. Uh, but the other option is you can send a short MP3, not a wave, not a PCM, because those are really huge files. And when we say short, about, I think, two minutes top end, but ideally about 30 seconds to a minute. Send that MP3 to TWTT at geekyantics.net, and we'll play it live on the air and talk about your topics, concerns, ideas, etc. But moving on, we are now ready to talk about the uh, Whovian News, the Who New segment here. Actually, not just Whovian News. It's everything geek. We got a few items. We're going to kind of go through this quickly. Uh... But the first thing, Katie Sackhoff and Karen Gillan together? Hmm, interesting. I mean, that's a little clickbait right there. I should have made that a blog post. So anyway, no, they're not together. But what's going on here, this is, and this is kind of old news, but for those who haven't seen Oculus, which came out about two years ago, if you're a horror fan or you're a fan of Katie Sackhoff, who played Starbuck on Battlestar Galactica, or Karen Gillan, a.k.a. Amy Pond, from Doctor Who, one of the best and most beloved companions, at least of the new series, I would say. I love her. She's also Nebula from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. She's also Eliza Dooley on Selfie, the now-defunct Selfie. Thanks, ABC. But uh, that that show might come back, as we've been saying a few times. But uh, both Katie Sackhoff and Karen Gillan are on Oculus, and from what I've seen... Everyone's saying they did solid work in the film, so I'm really curious. I haven't seen it yet, but this is definitely something I'd, I'd, that'd be right up my alley. Because there's a bit of a shortage of good horror, I would say. That's not zombie stuff, especially. I don't think Oculus is a zombie thing. could be wrong. Oh, Oculus everything, was really good. Yeah, everything I see, there's it's like, hey, have you watched this new horror movie yet? What's it about? All oh, these zombies. Get, I'm good. I'm tired Ooh. of zombies. Yeah, I like, I like zombies. We talk a lot about zombies, but I feel like now there's so many people jumping onto that bandwagon. It's kind of like, you know, every developer is making a MOBA, but they're trying to be clever and say, oh, it's not a MOBA. It's a, it's a hero arena. It's a hero brawler. It's an objective-based game where you have RPG mechanic, mechanics, but action-focused, action-heavy gameplay. I'm like, that sounds like a MOBA to me. And then they got people that say, oh, not a MOBA. we're not a MOBA, we're arts. Action, real-time strategy. It's all fundamentally the same thing. It's all marketing. It's like, yeah, we're like this thing, but we're better and we're different because we're not a MOBA and MOBAs are toxic. Yeah, that's another thing we're going to talk about. But uh, it's just kind of funny. But, uh, okay, I went up on a tangent. Oh, and... uh. BFT shared a link about Comcast reasoning. He said there's more, there's foul language in this. I might check it out later. We'll keep the show clean, folks. Uh, and he says that Oculus is not your typical brain dead horror movie. It's more of a psychological thriller. I, I like that kind of stuff. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. You can see that. So again, uh, you know, we did mention uh, selfie. For those that didn't watch, they haven't seen Oculus, I'm going to put a link in the chat real quick. A little bit on that. But uh, 
Sophie is trying to come back. There's a lot of fans that are starting petitions. Uh, a bunch of them are at change.org. There's other sites as well. Uh, if you go to change.org and you use their search function, look up ABC, bring back Selfie, or bring back Selfie on ABC. It should come right back up. Last we checked, there were over 2,200 signatures on the petition, and only around 277 signatures were needed to max that out. So please go ahead and sign those petitions. If you find some that are worthwhile, they think has some clout, let us know. We'll sign them too. And just we'll just keep spamming ABC, or or maybe maybe the contractually the selfie might be able to go on another network. Hopefully it's not a Firefly situation where it's you know Fox said, oh you're locked into a contract with us, but we don't want to continue the franchise. Like, but the fans want us. Well, you, you, no, we're not. We're just killing it. Like what? How dare you, Fox? Yeah. How dare you? Uh, but anyway, if you uh, know about the stuff, you know, leave us a voicemail. 206-415-4987. Uh, we mentioned uh, last episode, episode 24 of TWTT, that uh, Disney XD of all network- networks will be featuring the David Tennant episodes of Doctor Who. That's uh, series 2 through 4 of the new series uh, that came out circa 2009-ish. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. Doctor Who's kind of hitting the mainstream. But I love people to say, oh, Doctor Who's too mainstream, so I, I can't watch it. Like, mainstream compared to what? It's actually still very niche. But, I sure. don't know. Dude, I've talked to people that are even in, like, doc- they said, I was like, you ever seen Doctor Who? He's like, what? Doctor Who? I was like, yeah, Doctor Who. No, I haven't. What are you talking about? I'm like, the show. Like, yeah. no, wasn't there one back in the 70s? So I was like, yeah, but there's a new one out now. <laughs> exactly. They're like, Doctor Who? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, Doctor Who. And they're like, wait, Doctor Who. I was like, no, Doctor Who. They're like, I don't get it. I was like, never mind. You know, I've never watched it. Oh, it's a show. No, I've never seen that. Who is it, <laughs> Doctor Who? Yes, Doctor Who. Doctor Who? Oh, man. Yeah, just. It's funny, like, uh, one of our dearest friends on the network and the streamer we try to support, she, uh, Maiden. Maiden's great. We love her. She's a huge fan of The Walking Dead, but she she told me she can't get into Doctor Who. Like we did a few a few episodes of dedicated to The Walking Dead. She's like I'm here for The Walking Dead talk. Please skip through the Doctor Who talk. I'm like why do you not like Doctor wow. Who? She's like because it's too mainstream. I'm like what? The number one show on TV, i.e., The Walking Dead, is not mainstream, but Doctor Who is. <laughs> the logic. I think she's got her <laughs> twisted, man. Because oh, Doctor language, Who, language. Doctor- Remember language. I'm sorry. I said stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I, she's got her stuff twisted, man. Turned up. Because, like you said, Walking Dead was the most popular um, show. One of the most popular shows in 2014. It's still, uh, it's, it's not, yeah. It's, and it's still one of the most popular, but it's not mainstream. All right, we're going to have a fight. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm the highest rated show on cable. I'm nice lose, I checked. But I'm going to fight a girl. That's, a, it, it's, that's crazy. And, uh, you know, it's just, there's biases. People have these biases. And it's, you know, I'm a bit of a hipster sometimes, too. But it's not because I want to be a hipster just for the sake of being a hipster. I don't like mainstream things for the sake of not liking mainstream things. Yogi, a hipster? What I don't like is a lot of things are really hyped up. And they're like, if you don't try play this game if you don't watch this movie you're not a real geek and then you fall for the social pressure and you try it out you invest money time and money into it and then you're like 
Why? You know, and that's bad. Sometimes I think people need to be honest with themselves. Like, honestly, I haven't given it a real shot, so I can't really say. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. me, I, like, uh, a good example in video games is uh, The Last of Us. One of the most overhyped games ever. Sony people say, hey, you know why, you know why PlayStation is better? Because there's other exclusives. And I'm telling you, tell me what, uh, one exclusive that will make me want to buy the system. Because I haven't been convinced yet. Maybe you can tell me something that I don't know. Oh, The Last of Us. And I'm like, that's a good movie. Not a great game. <laughs> I like watching people play that. I find the gameplay boring. And I'm sorry. And I don't mean no offense to anyone, but that's my personal opinion. But it's not like I didn't give it a shot. I know what it's about. I know everything that happens in the story. It's like Telltale games. I like watching them, but playing them is like, eh. Maybe not. Yeah. And the exclusive thing is becoming less of a thing because uh, Dreadnought said exclusives are cancer. They're becoming less and less of a thing. They're going to be timed exclusives because these companies, these publishers have to hedge their bet. That's the only only way to stay profitable is to hedge their bets. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's all good. But, uh... It also turns out we've been talking about Lost Girl coming back. It was supposed to come back April 17th. And it turns out that the part two of Lost Girl season five has been pushed to the fall. So, congrats to Oolong, who's not uh, with us right now. He's probably watching Avengers 2 or, or catching up on sleep finally. I don't know how that is. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually starting the, the Lost Girls thing, too. So, um, I'll be able to start watching that with you, too, or uh, talking about that with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So we have plenty of time to catch up on it now. That's good. Talked we'll a little see. bit on, on Horseplay Live too about. I know your your wife is really big on Lost Girl. So thanks to her for putting me onto it because uh, I've quite enjoyed that. But I'm back again in a mood where I don't really watch that much TV again. I go I go in spurts. I marathon watch a bunch of stuff and then I'm like eh, I'm bored with TV again. I don't know. Maybe that's that's a <laughs> that's a me opportunity. That's that's me. I'm weird. I'm going to text Missy and be like, Yogi's talking about you on the time of YMT time. Yeah, tell her, <laughs> tell her that I, 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 I'm happy that she introduced me to the show because it's right up my alley. Definitely. It's fun, it's smart, great characters, you know. It's a little cliche, there's some tropes in there, but it's a fun show. It's like Supernatural, you know. Mm-hmm. Good mythos. But uh, I'm also relieved about this being pushed up because I was really contemplating getting uh, a better cable package because I, I was ready sucking into getting a cable package to get better internet which ended up being a lie but anyway again we'll get into that rant again for that if you want to listen to that horse play live that's where we go off on really salty dog tangents but uh now i feel better about not paying 30 40 dollars more a month just to have uh cp aka sci-fi and of course bbc america gotta have that but uh, back to the back to games. We go. We have to go back to the game that we've been loving more and more since the Alpha. Heroes of the Storm. Hype. Yeah, Heroes of the Storm. Hype. And uh, Morgana likes the supernatural mission. She's like, yum, supernatural. Nom 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 nom. But uh, again, we do have an an official release date. Actually, official release dates. That we should really consider. We should consider these. Two separate releases. May mm-hmm. 19th, May 19th, a month after my birthday, coincidentally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Heroes of the Storm open beta. 
uh, comes out. Uh, and then June 2nd, we have the full release date. That's the full release date. Mm-hmm. Um, and June 1st, there'll be a launch party event streamed f- live from uh, London, apparently. Why London? I don't know. I guess it's a happening place. <laughs> and we have some people playing Heroes of the Storm right now, namely Dreadnought. <laughs> I almost played a little bit this morning, but I need to be productive. If I get, go down that road, I may not come back. But like, sorry guys, show canceled today. I'm playing because Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> that happened uh, last night with Retro Friday, so I'm sorry if anyone. Like, came I'm for still that. gonna, I'm do gonna, still gonna do my stream, you know, that I I do for the show. But we're gonna be playing Heroes of the Storm instead. Yeah. Uh, recently, we got a taste of what esports and the competitive play can look like in Heroes of the Storm with Heroes of the Dorm. The competition was actually aired on ESPN2 with a minimalistic overlay, and it took away the focus completely from builds and the things that new audiences would not care or understand. You know, things they would not care about and would not understand. And which is something I feel like League of Legends should probably do because it's not—it's ex- a very exclusive experience. Like you watch an LCS match or a Dota 2 match, and it's—you know—and it's, you know, it's kind of like you know you're, you get excited if you know enough about the game to know what's going on. But if you're not in, at that level of play, or you don't even play games at all, why do you care? But here, they, they, did, they were so smart about it, and we're going to talk about why. Now, you know, it was all about the action and the team play. People get excited about it. People understand, oh, well, this is a battle for supremacy. And, oh, wait, he's running away. He made it away. Oh, my gosh, he had five people on him. And people were getting excited about that. And there were clearly people in the audience. And I don't want to judge people, but you can tell sometimes when people are not gamers, and, but they're, like, watching, like, I don't know what's going on, but this is kind of interesting, you know? The one thing that I didn't like, though, mm-hmm. about the Battle of the Dorms was for the fact that they didn't, like like you said, they didn't show a lot of things that people didn't care about. Like, people that have never watched esports before and just come across ESPN2 because it's on a Saturday and they're sitting on their couch eating potato chips and looking for a game or something, um, it's to the point where it... It got it 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 bypassed like all the picks. Um, it bypassed a lot of things where like just the announcers or the analysts were just talking about what's going on, and then by the time they came back, it's like pick 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 pick. They're not telling nobody what's going on. Um, I mean, it just kind of that kind of thing. If they would have got into it and right when they started picking, okay, guys, so what we're gonna have? You know, they every now and then they would really kind of say what's going on, but it's just. For the for the average player, I mean, I would have liked to seen them do a little bit more in like telling people what's going on because a lot of people had no idea. But see, that's the that thing that we weren't their audience. We enjoyed it for our own reasons, but we weren't their target audience because it's ESPN two. So they wanted to give it a sports feel and make it like, all right, we, if you don't care about gaming or esports, no problem. But check this out; it's actually fun. So they made it accessible in that term. That's why it was the way that it, it was. But they did, you know, take the feedback about the mini map. So now they have the esports uh, spectator mode set up so that there's a overlay, they could a, a full screen overlay uh, mini map they could use, and they and there's also like a mini map that you have in the corner so you can see where everybody's positioned and all that kind of stuff. And they added other little little um, mm-hmm. bells and whistles. But again, we weren't their main audience. Now, mind you, over 880 teams, I believe, signed up 
for the event. Uh, now, there was an issue with around three or 400 teams, somewhere in between there, that were no-shows. Because uh, they didn't do like a pre-sign-up, pre-check-in for the event. But, you know, it's a lot of people, so it's kind of hard to do that. Uh, but even so, with that much competition, we had teams that had zero losses or, or one or two losses going into the semifinals. That's pretty crazy. Just had an earthquake. You just, you just had an earthquake? Yeah, in Michigan, we just had an earthquake. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> well, then. So, anyway, the final four were Arizona State. Hopefully, nothing crashes on your head. <laughs> we had Arizona State, Boston College, um, Illinois Urban, and Cal Berkeley. And Cal Berkeley's the Golden Bears became the dorm champions. But I want to say Arizona State was my underdog pick. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel in some ways they were the better team. And this was a case where it was really close. And the only thing that really happened is that Cal Berkeley played it really safe. And they waited for a mistake. Um, and that's, and, and that, sometimes, a lot of times with these competitions, it's not the better playing team. It's the team that messes up first. Yeah. It's, and that's just that's the, the high competitiveness of whatever game you're in. I mean, we're talking about Heroes of the Storm. I mean, that's how competitive it is, guys. Um I mean, it can happen just like if you guys watch, you know, the, and I'm going to say it, League of Legends tournaments or whatever. You know, if it's Cloud9 versus CLG, you know, it's, you know it's going to be really competitive. It's the same here. It's the first one to make a mistake loses. Yeah, yep, yep. But especially in this case, it was so close. Uh, I could really get into the grand final. We could probably talk about more on Horseplay Live, but that grand final match, my goodness, what it came awesome. down to. But and it, and it hurt my heart because I I knew exactly where it went wrong. Uh, mainly, they didn't take advantage of this the siege potential of the dragon. They had to really commit. They had Sylvanas who demolishes bases. If they split push, the team would be forced to to split up themselves, and they couldn't death ball like they were doing. They would have taken out the an early game. You can afford to have those early deaths. They were playing too cautiously at the end, and then too aggressively. In the beginning, they played too cautiously. In the end, they played too aggressively, which is, mm-hmm. it should have been the other way around because the spawn timers are longer at the end. And being dead, that means you're basically going to get pushed and then no one to stop it. That's exactly what happened. They didn't take advantage. They, they, the rotation, and I said I wasn't going to get into it, but I'm so excited about it. Arizona State's rotation was phenomenal, but they had some positioning issues. And more importantly, they, they missed some of the timings and synergy between their abilities. Their so they didn't maximize. All right, go ahead. Their right. rotations, like they like, if someone left uh, a, a a lane, someone else rotated in, or if someone took one one was t- about to take another a different objective, like in Dragon Shot, you have the top and bottom shrines. They had some people rotate out so they could catch them quickly and get to where they needed to be to to, to zone out the objectives and capture them. And and two, some of those two were it wasn't that they weren't rotating out of lanes to. To to go to the point, they were rotating out of lanes to do get a a two v one matchup or a three v two matchup to catch them out, so then they could get both they could get both pillars. Uh, they're catching picks too, where they're just their picks were phenomenal. Um, yeah, just yeah, they're like I was saying earlier when I interrupted you. Sorry, but but they're like you were saying with their rotations. Their rotations they were rotating before, like if you if you think about it, like when we play. They were rotating probably 15 seconds faster than, than we would. I mean, their their rotates are on point. Everything is game planned. It's it's just it's 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 
not more or less a strategy, but it's the shot caller going out and saying, "Oh, top, top, top. They're gonna go. They're gonna go there now." So then their team basically saying, "Yes, we trust in the shot caller. Let's just do what they do what he says," and it just worked out for them. I mean, they just had really impeccable plays. Well, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not even the reaction times are not even that huge. It could be sometimes two seconds or or milliseconds that take mm-hmm. place of hesitation, and that could be all the difference. You should you should email Blizzard since we have you know not a not a not a relationship but somewhat of a relationship with them, um, and say ask them if we can shoutcast the next tournament. You oh, trust me, we got some things in the works. Yeah, we're, we're, I want to shoutcast one. Yeah, so. that'd be fun. Definitely. If anything, we could do our own invitational, like this custom games. We could do our own little thing, and we could do some commentary. And oh, there's so many things we could do to have fun with it. So, yeah, trust me, we're we're gonna get some things done officially and unofficially. But uh, Dreadnought's talking about the backdoor uh, plays. They're, they're they're actually making changes to the game so that backdoors will be globally nerfed if not completely stopped. Uh, perhaps some of that might be um, making it so that the the damage output from a single player, you know, d- single enemy is not enough, or uh, well, st- I think true sight in the base stuff like that. Right. Well, um, I think they're going to do it where you have to have one or two. You have to have more than one en- more more than one teammate with you to, to get the bonus damage. So, like, a single person cannot just push down and backdoor something. It has to be more than two. Yeah. Um, I also heard that the towers were going to get progressively, like, stronger. Um, I heard that the towers were going to have, like, the back towers were going to have, the second tier towers were going to have more ammo opposed to the the, the front, the first tier towers. Uh, I, yeah. You hear a whole bunch of things. I hope they do a lot of it because it will actually help and make the gameplay I don't want to say, I mean, because we've done it to where we've we've split push before and we won because of it, but if it was really easy to do, so like, I mean, I just hope they make it harder for the game, you know, for for the game to be played. Overall. Yeah, split pushing should always be a viable tempo play when you need to like close the gap on experience and, and capture some objectives, you know, and also get, you know, knock away some momentum from the uh, enemy team. But the thing is, right now, like, the way it feels, like, and, and it's kind of deliberate. The turrets are kind of a joke. People dive them. They don't care. It's like, oh, I'm tanking them. Um, and I get it. The whole point is you have to respond to those base threats and protect your structures, not the other way around. And other MOBAs, the structures are the structures and turrets are actually a threat. But uh, right. I think that should be scaling damage. Definitely the inner, the inner structures should be stronger so that, you have to have a team play, like at least a two or three man push. Like, like, like one person can do it, but it's going to be like, why would you even do that? Because it's going to waste so much time for one person to push that much damage. You know, like, like, say, like the the second tier tower has double the damage the first tier does, but if the team has a second teammate there, they get a bonus damage, or you know, they do something to where the tower can go down faster. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a gate. It's two towers and a gate. But and also the the to towers can't can only focus on one target at a time too. So that's another thing. So and and the the sidewalls, because you can get into a base without even get getting one tower down. Yep. yep. Um, the sidewall. My my opinion in this, 
the sidewalls need to be strengthened more at the second tier as well. Because yeah. you can get you can get into a basin if you're an Illidan or you're a Zeratil, if you're or you're uh you know uh um uh, what's that guy? Asmoden uh that launches freaking your or your sergeant, you know, whatever, you get in there and just set up, you can just pick people off one at a time. Bam, bam, bam. And the tower doesn't hit you because you're hitting the enemy. It hits minions it's prioritized minions first. Yeah. <laughs> So, which is just, you could sit there right next to a tower, and as long as you got healing or whatever, or backup, you can just decimate a team, and the tower's not going to do anything to you. Yeah, that's the only aspect I think is slightly silly, but I understand why they do it that way, because they, they want the focus to be on team plays and uh, map awareness and whatnot. But anyway, um... Again, esports would be taken more seriously if you had local teams. Like, you have Copenhagen Wolves, and that gets people excited. It's like, I don't really care about League of Legends, but they're from Copenhagen, so I got to root for them, you know, and they might start paying attention. So, there needs to be more of that. Um, I know that's not quite the same because it's not like you can say, all right, come to my home field and, play, and battle me here. It's, most of it's done online. But you can still create that sense virtually and, and get people invested in those teams, you know, especially if you do the college scene thing. That's. That's something that we might be spearheading soon, because I think there needs to be more of that. Um, you know, and uh, what else do we have here? I, I want to also point out this uh, Cowturd guy. I'm sorry, his name is Colin, Colin Cowherd from ESPN Radio. And I don't like to BM, and, and I try not to be salty on this show, but he slammed competitive gaming. He couldn't even get his story straight, and he was reading from a script. He, he called uh, Blizzard, he referred to Blizzard as Blizzard, Blizzherd. And he, he said that he was that he was of the of the dorm was a League of Legends competition. Okay, one of the, the, the this is a few of the quotes that he said during his uh, proverbial pooping over all over the esports scene. He says, "Somebody locked the basement door in Mom's basement. I will quit my job if I am ever asked to cover that. I tapped out at Harry Potter." I tolerated well, then, it, Donkey then, Kong. Then, then he's gonna, he's gonna, yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to bait you, and we might drop uh, f bomb or s bomb or something. But yeah, nope. nope. But he ended, he ended his diatribe, his uneducated diatribe, by saying, "Unbelievable!" Aye, oy, oy, oy. 
<laughs> but what's unbelievable is that people are stuck in the Stone Age. Yes, guess what, people? Being smart nowadays and using your brain is in. Jocks are now the outcasts. Now, keyboard jockeys, you know, we're, we're kind of in now. So deal with it. There's, other, there's different ways to compete. And other thing is funny, too. Like, I love traditional sports. I love my football, my basketball, baseball, hockey. I like all that stuff. And I, and I keep up with it. Not that big as some people do, but I do really, really enjoy it. And I do the fantasy leagues, too, to keep up with the players and the teams. But people need to catch up with present day. You know, uh, and then for, for a long time, there's been non-traditional athletes. Golf? Come on. Those people are not really athletes. That's leisurely. Oh, crap. I mean, shots, shots fired. But I mean, come on, you know, uh, you know, billiards. I love billiards. I love playing a nice game of pool. Uh, all right, all right. Here darts go, is cool, and Here they, they go, have guys. competitive scenes. But then, technically, they're here's sports, a, but they're a, not not real athletes. Pro, here's a pro at this is what they call themselves. Here's a pro athlete that sit that literally sits on his butt or her butt, a professional poker player. Yeah. And that's and they consider that a sport. Yep. And ESPN's all over that. Yep. Yep. And so that's just because, and that's a game. Because it's a game. Gonna, yeah. And I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little bit. And I won't. I'll, I'll watch my mouth. I will. And I'm gonna get a little a little bit hinty towards Mister. Uh, I don't even know what his name is because it really doesn't matter what. We'll his just name call is. him Cowturd. Cowturd. That sounds like real good, Mister Cowturd of ESPN Radio. If you ever listen to this, this is what I want you to say to you. First of all, when you're going to slam gaming or you know esports, competitive esports, first of all, get your story straight, sir. Your story is uh, League of Legends and Heroes of the Dorm, which, for one, have no—they're not the same at all. Two, if you're going to slam something, make sure you have your facts straight. You can't just go in and and slam something, and and it's the same thing. The online poker is the same thing as online gaming. Mm-hmm. Poker tournaments is the same thing as a LAN tournament. Um, it's the same. It's the same stinking thing. When you get to the finals or the final table in a poker tournament, that's the last ten people, right? Well, guess what? The finals in in a, in a, in, a, in a CS:GO LAN tournament, it's the last two teams. Yep. Whoever wins wins. Whoever wins at that final table wins. It's the same thing. And the thing you is, if, if the argument, you can't bash electronic gaming esports for something that you don't you don't even know what it is for one, and for you to bash it, that's just you being ignorant. See, the thing is, like, if you think of an athlete as being physically fit, then I have a surprise for you. A lot of NFL players are actually out of shape. They may be muscular, but they have terrible heart conditions. You know. Because they don't work at a cardiovascular, they they work on their burst speed, but they have no real like durability and stamina. It's all about sprinting and you know all that burst performance, you know the burst strength, burst speed, and mm-hmm. it's and it's a very common thing. You know they eat unhealthy. You know just because they look buff and they look muscular doesn't mean they're truly athletes. Now well, to me, athleticism has become more. Yeah, some it's it, it's hit or miss. You can't say right. global. Well, you get, you get linemen, linemen that. That are physically can can bench press four hundred pounds, but you look at them and it looks like they have two, you know, truck tires around their waist. But that's really them. Yes, they they eat big portions like they'll eat a full chicken because they want to be big for the line. 
you get a running back or a wide receiver, they're eight percent body fat. Yeah, that's a whole different thing with them. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just there to absorb the blows and weigh people back. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, and, and good. the the other thing I was gonna say about it is that to, I think athleticism, being an athlete, is evolving. I think it's more about having a discipline, a dedication to learn the fundamentals and go through repetition, exercising good habit to perfect things that may seem mundane to other people. Mm-hmm. So, and this, and the, and the esports players, they have that in spades. I don't think some people say, "Oh, they shouldn't call it esports because there's a stigma to that." Eh, people will get over it. it it's here to stay. About it. It's going to keep growing. Why do Why do they call? Uh, why wouldn't we call it esports? Yeah, it stands for electronic sports. Yep, but I mean, it's why are you going to call it the National Football League? The NFL. Because that's what it stands for. Yep. It's just ignorance. It's people that don't want... They don't want to... You know, they're still stuck in, like, I don't know, decades ago mentality. And they're like, oh, I don't want to share the same space with, space with nerds. Like, well... Now we have we have a creative corner. We have a poem by Andrew Murray, aka Lord Rakdos, and it's called Black Jester. Now today's topics, uh, if we have enough time, we'll, we'll go deep. We'll try to go deeper about the theme of toxicity. <laughs> Stop it! We behave yourself. It's a family show. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> do anything. <laughs> but uh, yes, and uh, you know we talked a lot about mouth garbage, and that's part of toxicity. But it's a, man, it's, a, it's a creative problem. Always trying to derail us. Come on, stay focused. We gotta, we gotta make it through. We got about a little over a half hour left. But this poem is perfect as an introduction for our main theme, our main tea time discussion today. And again, it's called Black Jester. And uh, I was gonna have Oolong read it. Oh, you're not in the show notes, are you? I don't see you in here. Nope. I said I'll read it. So I could read it. I'll jump in it real quick. Oh, well, we gotta, we gotta move along. I'm gonna tell you. All right, so if you can jump in it real quick, I did give you access to it. Uh, what I love about this is that I can relate to it a lot because one of the things it talks about is humor as a, a coping mechanism. You know, I put it in a Twitch chat. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it in a Twitch chat. You can read it for the Twitch chat. Boom. 
There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, many people tend to take my sarcasm as like passive aggressiveness when they don't know me well or, or patronization. But really, it's just my way to offset the salt and keep things positive. People are way too negative and just all about the drama. Bobby, re- read it for us real quick. All right. Just so... Uh, Give us your best reading voice. People are going to... I'm putting it on a notepad real quick. Sorry. <laughs> so you can space right. it out? <clears throat> yep. I yeah. tell jokes to hide a sad soul. I laugh to hide a crying child. I listen so no one else is alone. I wear bright colors to distract from red-rimmed eyes. I am kind because I don't want others to suffer. I teach so others learn from my mistakes. I lie so no one else need to feel sadness. I help so no one else need to like me. I am the Black Jester. Oh, that's good. That's chilling. And we got, the, we got the full text over at geekyantics.net forward slash stories or forward slash storytelling. Where we have uh, all kinds of flash fiction, which encompasses a lot. Poetry, <laughs> short stories, it's fan like, fiction. Cheer up, emo kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. See, that's part of toxicity. See, you automatically branded him uh, to, uh, emo. That's not nice. I know it's a joke, though. I, I, we know, see, we know Dreadnought, and we know that's, that he says that as a joke. But someone on the outside might see that and feel hurt by that. So there's power in words. So I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but that is actually a topic of today, a tea time topic for today, the root of toxicity. It's probably what we're going to end the show on because we probably won't have time for our gaming verse segment. That is, but, humor. Uh, that is humor. We know, we know. But I, I have to make that disclaimer because we do have a very compassionate, sensitive mm-hmm. audience that is really attuned to human condi- the human condition and emotion. So... We don't want anyone thinking the wrong thing about our community. Everybody's, for the most part, really cool and really friendly and welcoming and accepting. But, uh, so yeah, the root of toxicity. So, you know, we've often talked about toxicity and mouth garbage here on the Geeky Ants Ants Network. And uh, today for our Tea Time topic, we're going to dig deep, much deeper, into the issues of toxicity in online communities and video games alike. Now, first off, this goes off, you know, toxicity. If If you ask yourself, what is toxicity? It goes beyond just one-off BM, you know, bad manners. There are distinct flavors and degrees, but the common thread that I've seen, at least, is a failure to see how detrimental toxic behavior really is. Toxicity is venomous by definition. It spreads ignorance and ill will like a plague, much like Colin Coutard from ESPN Radio. You know, like, it may be intended to be funny, but it's at the expense of some of a wide group of people, and that's just not right. Like it's just, and it's and the thing is, if you're in an opinion forum, like now comedy is one exception where you can say things that are kind of below the belt because you realize, a, hey, it's comedy. Comedy is kind of meant to be tragedy with timing. That's the that's the formula for comedy. So there really is a reverence in comedy, and if you get offended easily, don't watch, don't listen to comedy, don't watch comedy, because that's kind of what happens. But toxicity is not just, uh, you know, isolated to in, you know, to gaming or online communities. We all deal with it as writers, content creators, inventors, prod- broadcasters, podcasters, game designers, you know. And I'm I mentioning these these particular areas in particular 
because that's what a lot of us here on the Kiki Heads Network are, and a lot of our audience are involved in those spaces. Uh, marketers, you know, we deal with that. Salespeople deal with that. Um, and it's just part of everyday life. You know, part of dealing with it is kind of killing people with kindness, I would say. And we're talking about more ways you, that we could uh, mitigate the effects of uh, toxicity. But uh, you, know, you also have to kind of take criticism with a grain of salt. Because you don't want to be part of the problem. Someone says something and may just assume it was well intended, but they didn't know how to say it in a, in a way that's constructive. And they just say, you know, thank you. But we're going we're gonna to talk about how to deal with it. But uh, one thing to know about toxicity is that it's not always that people are trolls or griefers. That's the assumption that people make really easily. So we're going to go into the root cause analysis, the RCA of it all, to get to the heart of the issues. So you first, to deal with toxicity, you first have to understand what is really driving the behavior. Toxicity, toxic behavior, is a symptom of a greater issue that's beneath. It's, you know, it's like you might, see, you might see a boil on your face, but there's something else going on beneath the skin that you have to address. It's kind of the same thing here. And if you don't address it soon enough, it might turn to something really hideous and disgusting. <laughs> I know, that's probably a really gross analogy, and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> but common roots are... The first one I have here is IDGAF. I don't give a fudge. Uh, and that's what I think most people assume. is like, this person just doesn't care, so why should I care? But that, that's that. I find I'm finding more and more that when you really get to know people, that's like the usually the least driving force. But there are people that have that attitude, like I do what I want, I don't care who I hurt, you know. And and there's more at work behind that. They may have been hurt in the past, or they have a lot of toxic people in their life, so just they're not bothering anymore, you know. Because why be part of the change when you could just follow the lead and be part of the problem? Sometimes it's just people had a bad day. That's for something, you know, hey, you're having a bad day. You're acting really salty. You're, acting, you're kind of being toxic today. You, you mean, is there anything I can help you with? You know, you got you to gotta be um, aware that people have bad days. People, Everybody rages sometimes and, and explodes. And everybody has the tipping point, their boiling point, whatever you want to say. Another big one, I feel it's a really huge one. Some people feel like nobody listens in their life or they're never heard. And that's a terrible feeling. So people have these outbursts that are really terrible and kind of gross, but it's because they feel like nobody listens. So they figure like it's kind of like what babies do. They just keep crying and throwing a fit. Little kids do it too until they get attention. And a lot of us don't mature past that point. So he does it too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all do it sometimes. Some people more than others. Uh, but uh, you know, we 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 feel like nobody listens. No one's giving us attention. So we make spectacles of things that aren't that serious. Like, oh my gosh, you noob, why are you feeding? Oh, that's the wrong build for that character, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you picked Abathur, he's terrible. Oh, noob. Oh, Nova, oh, noob pick. Like, you know, that's what happens here in the store sometimes, sadly, now that they open up to the League of Legends and Dota 2 communities, which happens to be very toxic. But again, it's not just gaming, but we're just bringing it back to gaming because we are on Twitch. Another thing, entitlement. Some people just have a sense of entitlement. The world owes me a living. I'm the victim here. I, I deserve better. I've always gotten the worst of things. So I need to, you know, oh, this should be free. I don't want to pay. Every, this should be free. You know, entitlements, like, give me, give me, give me, give me. Well, what are you doing to earn that? That's the thing about entitlement. It's usually a one-way thing. I'm entitled to all this, 
But I'm not doing anything in return to make the world a better place, to make society a better place, to, to help my fellow man or even my family and my friends. In competitive scenes, sore losers. You know, be, being a bad sport. It's funny because people hate losing, but they become toxic and, and ironically, they start perpetuating more losing streaks because they demoralize and distract their teams. But they still do it because they don't realize that they're the reason they're losing. And then they blame they blame their team. Oh, I lost the last three because my team's been stupid. Yep, yep. Passing the buck, which is another point. You know, another. I think it's more of a symptom than a root cause, but lack of self accountability and that pass the buck mentality really bad. Lastly, another root cause of toxicity I would say is closed mindedness. You know, I can't tell you how many people think that they say, oh, the reason I'm being really adamant or aggressive here is because I know I'm right. How can you know you're right on an opinion? A lot of these things, yeah, it's classic. Like something subjective, you can't be, you can't know you're right because it's subjective. It depends you have to see the other person's perspective so they can see yours. And then you compromise like adults should do. And you meet halfway. It's really simple. You know? <laughs> and Dreadnought's playing, uh, he's playing Heroes of the Storm. He says, too many scrub lords on the dance floor. Sadly, how he's feeling this morning in the storm. But, you know, you know <laughs> and he says salesmen get the worst of it T- the toxicity yeah yeah been there before and everybody does everybody does sales to some extent it, you know whether you realize it or not everybody's selling or marketing something trust me on this job hunting is sales you're trying to sell yourself legally <laughs> pitching the project same thing but I won't get into that Twitch streaming that's also sales but anyway uh, but see, that's the thing, like, you know, it's so easy to fall into this trap. And don't get me wrong, there are times when you, you're in a game, or you're on a team, it doesn't have to be a game, and you say, man, this person's not contributing what the, like the rest of us are. This person's holding us back. But I think more times than not, you need to focus on yourself and your opportunities. And uh, we're going to get into this right now, but uh, it's important to know, you have to break the vicious cycle. If you become toxic yourself, you know, you add to the problem. Or even if you just BM, it's a one-off thing. Like, man, this team sucks. Like, or, like, you suck. Or you're not good at this thing. Or your artwork stinks, you know. You become part of the problems yourself. So why add to it? Because then that, that comes around full circle. Uh-huh. And misery loves company. Uh-huh. There's people that, you know, because they're unhappy, they want to make sure everyone else is unhappy. They don't have a bad day. They have a bad life, and it's sad. Um, yeah. And and uh, in gaming, sadly, people come to these PvP games to grief others. Cause that's their outlet. It's like, well, find another outlet. You know, uh, I don't know. Uh, do paint by color. Um, play a ga- play a game against bots, not human players. Don't ruin other people's gaming time. Cause a lot of time have a lot of us have limited time to enjoy the things we love. And then we don't want to go to those things to experience toxicity. Hey, you even see toxicity in places where you shouldn't see it, like going to church. So many people turn away from faith 
because you have toxic people like always gossiping. They're always saying like bad things about people. Like look at the way she's dressing. Oh, look at her makeup. It looks terrible. It's like really like of all places, this is the one place you should know to be accepting of people, compassionate, and and say good things. You know, and, and another thing I'm gonna say before we get into ways to handle toxicity and mitigate its effects. Like I, I I know some people are brought up and I think it's a good thing to teach your children. It's honesty is important. There is a caveat to that though. Alright? I'm gonna explain this because my son's girlfriend believes this and I'm like, okay, that's nice. But you, you can't just say what's on your mind or do whatever you feel is right because you're being honest or authentic. Because everybody did, I do. did what they wanted and spoke what they wanted. This world would be a total cluster. And you fill in the, the blank. Um, cluster what? Fudge? Just cluster. Cluster party. Peanut cluster. <laughs> say puck. <laughs> yeah, that can be mis- that can be misconstrued. Unfortunately, someone's like listening on a low volume, so no, let's not get into that habit. Okay. <laughs> Cluster sickle. Obi's trying to go. find the leeway here. Cluster sickle. But it's a good one. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Like, I feel like honesty is great, but if you have to think about everything you say and do, think about. The possible effects. Think about first of all, how would you take if some if you were in that person's shoes? Try to understand their position and how mm-hmm. you would feel about it. Right? You might give a uh, feedback because a lot of times people say they they use the pretense of oh I'm just an honest person and really all it means all it is is that they like to criticize people but they don't want to be criticized in return. And I see this so much. It's like that dress looks hideous on you. Oh, that thing you're eating you looks disgusting. Oh, this tastes terrible. I can't believe you spent two hours cooking this. It's like. Do you ever say anything nice? And again, we go back to mouth garbage. It's a very important thing to be to be aware of. Like, if you don't have something that to do or say that adds value, then more than likely you shouldn't share it. And you may want to consider what's going on inside of your head that you feel like you should only have to speak or act when it's something negative. Basically, it's not not everything has to be said. Um, there's times where. You know, if you could just think like a normal person and say to yourself what you're going to say to somebody. And nine times out of ten, it's probably bad if you're going to be that kind of a person. I mean, especially if you're already salty already as it is. And you're just trying to give somebody, you know, oh, I'm just being honest with you, but you suck. You know, you don't even really need to say that. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't even need to be said. And and that stuff. Go ahead. That stuff lives with you longer than people realize. It stays in your psyche, you know, even if it's thick skin. All right, what were you saying? I'm sorry. No, go ahead, man. So, yeah, yeah we, we've talked about mouth garbage a lot. I don't know if you've, you've heard our previous, like, our older episodes, Obi, but... We've, we've, we've been in this same discussion on different shows, too. Yeah, yeah. But here, a, a common theme has been, like, going really deep on mouth garbage because it's, it's an issue, especially with the way social media... Has helped spread the ignorance. We can talk about it, you know, every day for the next 20 years, but it's not going to stop. So it's basically how can you combat the mouth garbage? You know, if you actually see somebody, you know, that are just talking like that, what can you say to that person to make them think like, oh, damn, I'm being a total douchebag. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, be nice. Okay. There's this, there's, there's, I've learned a lot of things from my wife. 
yes, I've learned a lot of things from my wife since I've been married to her, um, which is uh, three years last Tuesday. Um, yeah, I just had my anniversary yoga. Forgot to tell you, sorry. Um, oh, man, congrats. But three years last Tuesday. We've been together for five years. But I've learned so much thing. But the one thing that I've left, learned from her, okay, is, you know, like we had a discussion about it the other day, was you get more bees with honey than vinegar. Okay, of course. Yep. Yeah, if you're nice to somebody. If I call up the cable company, which I do sometimes, I, I'm pissed. I'm tired of my internet going out, especially like when I'm going to do, I'm doing one of, you know, the mainstream uh, talk shows for a network and I get you know I just get so mad and I call up and go what the fuck is going on I didn't say it <laughs> you know I get so upset and people know me it's Obi guys I'm, I speak my mind you know well why can't you you know what's wrong with it well there's sorry sir there's nothing we can do something happened all three services are out of sight no what if I have a heart attack and I can't use my cell phone? What my house phone's done? You know, yep. made her feel. But then I thought about it. If you're nice to people, and this has this is my final point. But if you're nice to people that are being toxic to you, no matter how bad they're being, if you're nice to them, they will second guess. Now, it might not be for a little while. They might still talk trash. They might still, oh, my God, why did you get a black cleaver? You should have got a Randwin's Omen. What the heck are you doing? <laughs> Legal Legends okay. talk. Uh, well, yeah, times. sorry, sorry. But, you know, um, you know, whatever. You picked Avatar. We didn't need Avatar. We need a Sergeant Hammer. Close mine and it's okay. right there. Hey, it's okay, buddy. Let me play my game. You make sure you do your job. If I need help and I fail, I will tell you you told me so at the end of the game. And a lot of time that guy that will sit there and go, Okay, you play your game. And then I end up, you know, and people do it all the time when I get on Zagra. Oh no, we don't need Zagra. We need this, this, and this, and you're gonna suck. Now we lose, we lose. Like first like literally <laughs> five seconds five seconds of the game. GG, we got Zagra. It's like guys. <laughs> Please let me down by myself. You guys just do your job. I'll be there for team fights when I need to be, and I'll use the Unitas Worm or some, you know, something like that to where they'll be like, "Hey, how'd you get here?" I'm doing my job, man. Just keep going. Oh man, we're gonna win. Then they start turning it around, and it's like five minutes into the game. Yep. So it's just guys. The if you can be nice to somebody that's being salty, I know it's hard, and this is coming from. Probably the saltiest gamer on Geeky Antics. If you can be nice to them, they will change their tone within minutes, guys. It, it's really easy. You just you got to have that better man mentality. Just think about it. Even if you're 20 years old or 15 years old playing Heroes of the Storm, be the better man. Yeah, someone has to. Someone, someone has, has to, to break. It. Yeah, someone has to break that cycle. Exactly. Someone has to be the better person. Um. Man, man, woman, or robot. <laughs> but, uh, you know, another thing I want to say, too, before, yes. again, we, we get into how to deal with stuff. Yes, Dreadnought, I'm very salty, but everybody knows that. I'm the saltiest, <laughs> I'm the saltiest person in geeky antics. Oh, I could be a bit of a curmudgeon myself, but... If somebody were to take a bite out of me, they'd die. High sodium, high sodium, uh, high diet. sodium content. <laughs> but you know, it's not about being nice. Though that's not a bad thing. 
Mm-hmm. But there's a stigma attached to that to some people. It's not about being overly sensitive, PC, you know, politically correct, or, or being a wuss. It's working to curb toxicity in ourselves mm-hmm. and friends, you know, that we should be holding, friends and family, we should be holding them accountable because they're our loved ones and we care about them. We want better for them. Definitely. It builds strong communities and it just makes things happen. Good things happen. Toxicity breeds bad things. People give up on life. They might give up completely on life, you know? We're about to get into a tragic story at the end here if we get time. But there's some really tra- there's some really bad things, some tr- real tragedies that could have been averted if people were just aware of just how bad, how serious their actions are. So here are productive versus knee-jerk reactions. And actually, we're just going to get into the productive ones. Judge, judge the action, not the person. Don't say that person's a jerk. You can say that person's kind of acting like a jerk. And then that helps you get to the a, a solution. Like, why are they acting like a jerk? You know? Because if you call someone a name, you f- be kind of perpetuate a self-fulfilling prophecy of sorts. And that person is going to start being more of that thing that you put them in. That box you put them in. That's the, because Call me a jerk, I'm going to be a jerk. Yeah, and they become defensive. So mm-hmm. they're just going to prove you right. Team opportunities. It's so important to use we statements instead of calling someone out. If you single someone out, again, they're going to get defensive. But if you think about team opportunities, ways that we could do things together, we should try this. Hey, let's go do this. Um, oh, maybe we should stop doing that. Then it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm seeing that we keep doing this and this happens, so maybe we should try this instead. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Then it doesn't, that one person doesn't go, oh, hey, Hey, don't judge me. I, I know what I'm doing because I have a degree in this. Oh, or I have this many years of experience in this kind of thing, you know. And here's a storm. Bring it back to there. Here's a storm. Someone, you, you give someone positive feedback. It's not, you're not saying they suck or you're not saying that they're a terrible player. Just, you, know, you, say, you say, hey, you know, try not to chase them because they might be, just be peeling you and we, and we need you here. Hey, don't worry. I'm a, I'm a diamond Oh, I'm a, I'm a challenger in League of Legends, like, but that had nothing to do with this game. This is a whole different set of core mechanics, but that's yeah, not, that's nice. Congrats. You five in this game like you can do in League. Yeah, exactly. The snowball effect is not there. You can't carry your team, quote-unquote. The snowball effect is not for one player. It's for the whole team. Yep. Because if you start getting kills, and this is this is what I'm... Can I, do I have time? Hey, we got about like 15 minutes or so. What? Once the team starts getting kills, guys, and you start seeing the numbers at the top of your screen, and you you say your team is level ten, okay, and you look at the other number and it says level eight, that means the level the other team is only level eight. So that's right there should tell you we have two levels on them. We have our alts; they don't. Let's start killing them. Yep. yep. The longer, faster, you more you kill them, the more siege potential you have in all lanes. This is the whole map. Plus your, your, your own team, you hit level 11, they're hit level 9. You still hit them again with your alts. Bam, there you go again. You hit level 12, 13, they're hit level 10. Now be, be aware that you're, even though you're level 12, 13, they can still snap at you with their alts because their alts do have lockdown power, they do have damage power or who, from who, who, whoever you're playing against. But it's, it's the little things, and I lost really pretty much what I was talking about. So <laughs> That's all right. Tangent City today. It is. But you know, another solution is offer sincere support. Don't be sarcastic. Just say, 
don't be condescending. Say, uh, you know, let me give you some tips because uh, you, you, you know, I'm clearly a better player. And I say, hey, you know, are you new to the game? You know, if if you need some help, just let us know. Don't give unsolicited advice. That usually doesn't end well. People usually do not like unsolicited advice. But if you open up the conversation and say, hey, are are you new? Do you need help? You know, that's it. Try to find a way to position it so then they don't get offended. Like, I'm not new. What are you trying to say? This way, but there's always ways to approach it. But just don't give advice. Like, you should try this build instead. You should try doing this. Like, again, people get defensive. Thanks, thank folks for feedback. So when you do get that unsolicited advice, just thank them for it. Even though you may already know it, try to just thank them for it. So they just end it there. Say, hey, cool. Th- thanks for letting me know. You know, because. So it's not even worth saying, oh, I was already aware of that, or, you know, I've been playing this as the alpha, you know, or I'm, I'm, I'm certified in this field, or I'm, I got a degree in this field. Whatever your credentials or your experience are, you know, just move on, keep it moving, because it may just end in a bad place. And again, be self-accountable. Own your own mistakes and embrace opportunities. If you get into that habit, say, oh, man, sorry, I got I overextended. Oh, I, I, I overcommitted there. Oh, I got too hungry for that kill. Oh, I, I'm playing sloppy. Oh, oh, I'm not really focused on the task at hand. Whatever you're doing, not just here's a storm. Own your, your own mistakes, your own opportunities. And then that might get people to do the same. You know? Right. Obi, you were going to say something? I forgot already. Ah, damn it. But, uh, you know, um, there are lots of triggers. In, 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 when you go back to games, there's lots of uh, triggers and, and things they could do to kind of block those triggers or avert the behaviors that uh, cause massive player turnaround, people leaving games, or, or harassment. Uh, we may not have enough time to talk about this, but some of the things we have in mind, uh, you know, Lever, Griefer Jail, it's been implemented in Heroes of the Storm, and that it's something I think needs to be seen, we see more of. I, Dota 2 has a similar model, but not quite there. Uh, League of Legends has a feedback system, but that doesn't really work that well, because um, you need kind of an incentive, and you, and you need to, like, the, the way reporting should work, even if it's a positive feedback, they need to make it more public. So people can feel proud about the fact that they're spreading goodwill, and that people can read the notes. Hey, I really enjoyed the way you played that support. I'm glad you. Oh, I'm glad you did this for me. You know, and, and people can share that with their friends. You know, and share the positive stuff. If, the more you can make positive feedback shareable and public, more pervasive, the the less people will will just focus on the bad. I think it's important because ignorance and negativity will spread like wildfire. There needs to be in video games. There needs to be anti-smurfing. Uh, and, and extensive player onboarding. What this means is it shouldn't be easy for a new player to jump into PvP modes or ranked modes where there's more chances that they could be disruptive. And, and on the same note, it shouldn't be easy for someone that says, oh, well, I just got banned or I got suspended, so I'm just going to make a Smurf account and then jump right back in and, and go back to the same behavior. Um, on, a, on a similar note, a, a lot of games track stats and data Server side, a lot of which you may not be aware of. If if they got the data points, why not just track trending data? They see, you know, I don't see a problem with you see multiple accounts on the same IP address or even the same IP block doing the same exact things. They're getting the same kind of reports and the and the same kind of trouble happening, and the same kind of usage habits. It's like, hmm, they might be the same person. So you put them into lever jail, the, the griefer jail. So that they just deal, so they they could just hang out with other disruptive people until they When's play. When's the for jail coming? 
Well, Leaver Jail is already implemented, but now they're expanding it to Griefer Jail. You know, we were talking about this before. For, for a long time, we were saying the game should have something like I this. I can't wait, so because I want to start reporting people that do that. I mean, seriously, like, don't... Don't get too, like, hardcore on doing reporting these people. I mean, if they do it at the beginning of the game, give them five minutes. Yeah. I mean, say to them, talk to them just like you normally do. Like, yeah, we're just playing, man. Well, why'd you pick that? Well, I'm doing this and this and this. You know, agree with them more. Just say, hey, you should try this when you do this. All right, cool. Thanks. Hey, I'll let you. I'm doing this way because of the team comp or whatever. But, you know, just get them. I mean, if they're doing it like minute, 10 minutes, they're still. Mm, sorry. Um, they're still uh, crying and complaining and, and whatever. Just report them. Yeah. I'm going to shut up so I don't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. I'll have lots of editing to do for horseplay and this show. Sorry, I'm 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 a pro. I'm a pro. We'll, we'll figure it out. That one, that one, not so bad. But it's female dog kids. That's all. <laughs> um, yeah, no. you, you know, there's, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, I, I I also feel like having reporting it could be a bad thing too because a lot of people use that as a, a way to bully. Reported. Enjoy your ban. You know. So I feel like. There should be a combination of things. Uh, reports from people that have a bad reputation already should have a l- lower weight. And people that abuse reporting, you have to start. There has to be some kind of automated system to kind of figure out mm, this person may just be abusing the system. They may just think that everyone's terrible and everyone's a troll. So they all just, they, you know, all they need to do is look at the reason why. Yeah, but see that really? requires because that requires administration, right? Someone has to be actually touching all those things. That's not gonna happen. They tried that well, with League of Legends, remember? Tribunal? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it needs to be automated. There's a lot of fuzzy logic you use. I mean the data's there. Not that hard to program. But what I'm saying, there needs to be like a, a certain thing to where like there needs to be like over a hundred characters and they're actually gonna look at it with somebody. Like somebody's actually gonna look at it. Um mm. But then again, you said it needs to be fully automated, so... It needs to be automated to a point, so that only the real serious things that require attention... Like, if you're going to ban someone, that needs to be evaluated, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got different... You have an escalation process. You put them in lever slash griefer jail. Then if they keep doing bad things, they get suspended a few times. They get warnings. And, hey, if you keep doing this up, if you keep doing this, you're going you're gonna to get banned. It's going to be a permanent thing. You know, so then they have but a then, chance. But then, like you said, it's just going to come out that uh, they're going to make Smurf accounts, and guess what? That's going to be their main account. And there's so ways to deal with that too. Yeah, there's there's ways to deal with that too. Because even for like uh, a thing like Hero and Team League, the barrier to entry is quite high. You have to get enough heroes, enough experience, you get to level up, blah blah blah. So yeah, so they'll hurt themselves ultimately. So we'll play some for Game Night tonight. So yeah, definitely. Another thing that would be cool is tooltips. Uh, again, reinforcing positive things. I love did you know statements. It's, it's a really big thing in web copy and just marketing copy in general. It's, it's a psychological thing too. It's a psychological... I don't want to say ploy. It's a tool. That it works. It works for all of us whether we want to admit it or not. But if you see things like, did you know that team players and encouraging teammates when... 60 to 75% more games than those, than those that do not. Did you know 
Helpful people are invited to 80% more parties than pre-mates. Did you know that teams that focus on teamwork and objectives win three times as many matches as those that focus on soloing and kills? Oh, so many numbers. Now, these are not actual numbers. I, I kind of made these up. They're kind of loosely based on real stats. But states, say, say, statements like this, backed by hard stats, they instill and reinforce good behavior. And that's what we need to see in game communities, to get people thinking about the team instead of themselves. And thinking about how their behaviors, not just their play style, helps build up or take break down their team. And the last thing that I'm uh, urging Blizzard to do, that they did a lot with Hearthstone, they, they even mentioned some of our content, but community roundups, this needs to be a thing. There's a community creations forum on, on Battle.net, but it's not really uh, community roundups like they used to be. And uh, Fla- uh, uh, Flair is great, a great community manager, but I would like to see more like, hey, these are great podcasts to listen to, listen to these episodes, uh, check out these these websites, they have great articles about Heroes of the Storm and the newbie guides and blah, blah, blah. You know, and that's just for us, yes, we do have a lot of content that covers that stuff, but it's also a lot of our friends, like our friends over at the B Team Podcast. Uh, okay. We got uh, I like I like a lot of Heroes of the Storm podcasts. Uh, uh, there's some Smite podcasts even that are out there that are good, but there's a lot of great Heroes of the Storm podcasts, and many of them are geared towards uh, casual and competitive players alike, which is Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm is accessible; anyone can play and get into it and compete on a casual le- level or a hardcore level. You know, you don't have to be a professional gamer, and you can still enjoy it for different reasons. Um, but the last thing I want to mention is, is something tragic. You know, we are wrapping up the show, so it's going to be kind of a sad, a down note. But, you know, I want to say raging occasionally is okay. And we all do it. It's something you want to curb and be mindful of. But toxicity hurts. It sticks with people and it, it creates a ripple effect in their lives. Uh, mouth garbage is dangerous. We've said it again, time and again. Once in a while we joke around, we say something salty. But, you know, your intentions do matter. But sometimes people, those intentions don't come across. Uh, just look at what happened to the Dolphin emulator contributor and the developer, Rachel Breich, um, who's part of the LGBT community. She's actually uh, transgender, I believe is the, the word you want to say. But she was really mm-hmm. beloved. And unfortunately, some homophobic people really gave her a hard time. And she had to, she even like posted on 4chan and some other places that she was going to withdraw from certain communities because they were getting too toxic. Finally, she was dealing with a lot of like uh, physical ailments. I think she had fibromyalgia and some other issues, uh, muscle deterioration, and that's what fibromyalgia is, and oh, some other things a, going on. There's another streamer that's out there that uh, that is doing the thing, um, and it's distracted elf. What do you I mean? Watch her all the time. Transgender. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, oh, that's, a, that's a growing trend for sure. But well, it's uh, not a trend. I mean, it's a it's a lifestyle. But well, I'm know. saying it, it's a trend that they're finally feeling comfortable enough and, and accepted enough to come out mm-hmm. and go into those public spaces. That's good because every everyone wants to be accepted. Get, she'll get you know bashers or whatever come in her stream. Yeah, but she's got some really good mods and a really good uh, supporting that. Uh, People pretty much blow them up before they get to her. Well, this this went down a really dark road because it got to the point that I think Rachel even posted on uh, Ask FM. She said, you know, I'm really kind of tired of all the pain I'm going through with the fibromyalgia and the arthritis and all the other stuff going on. And then the, all the people that are just 
being really mean towards me. She's beloved. Overall, she was beloved, but it's just a few that ruined it for the many. Like, she was beloved throughout the, uh, and then the Dolphin, by the way, is a GameCube and Wii emulator. And it's really cool. And uh, she was one of the main people spearheading that and helped, contributing to that. And uh, now we lost a wonderful person who was really compassionate and, and brought value into the world because some people that have no value wanted to, to, to just do the only thing they know how to do, which is, you know, ruin everything, things for others, get they're miserable or whatever. Or they might have, there might be something else at, at root there, but that's the assumption we can make, probably make because they were, uh, they were unrelenting. They were relentless, better yet. So she finally ended up uh, committing suicide. She actually jumped off the George Washington Bridge in Manhattan. And, and, and it's like, wow. And I remember reading the article saying that the people were, the, the the trolls were encouraging her to commit suicide. And then the next day it happened. I was like, wow. That really sucks. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm laughing because like, like, it's really like, it's, it's sad. And I'm really actually really saddened by it. But that yeah, is... I, I don't want to get teary out here. Right. No. Well, that's true. That's it's it's really hard to hear that you know when anybody takes their own life for something that it, and it's basically the cyber bullying that's been going on, or even bullying that's been going on for how many years? Forever. And you got to think about it. Um, you know, major companies try to battle against it. Uh, one being the the WWE that you know Fatal loves so much. Um, that they're they're big 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 advocates for you know bullying and cyber bullying because it is real. Yep. It now is. I w- I would love to see and just talk to you know on a, on on like a podcast, but just talk to somebody. Okay, that actually told her to go kill herself, and then it happens. I want I would love to hear what they have what they think. Like, what are you thinking the day after the, you know, the day after you said you should go kill yourself, she kills herself? Do they yeah. feel remorse? Do they, do they feel anything? I would, like, I would love for she some... She wasn't listening to me. That was the other guy. Yeah, right? I think people, that's how they, people rationalize things. Like, I, I, I didn't do, cause that, but you were part yeah. of it. Like, if you weren't yeah, part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Then I, I would like to see... Someone is not emotionally attached to this scenario because to me, this the whole thing is suicide. I've had loved ones that you know that hit homes for me, and I've had very close people go down mm-hmm. that road, and it's very sad because you never see it coming, and you know it's, it's sad. Uh, it's, it's I don't know. Well, I don't you do see words. it coming, but most people don't recognize, or it's just everyday life. Like you don't really think about your buddy being down. You just think he's sick. You know, whatever. You know. But that's just, I mean, the signs are there. If anybody does see, and that being said, though, seriously, on a serious note, since we're being this way, yeah. if anybody does see anything like that, um, if people are saying, you know, hey, you can have my stuff if you want, um, or, hey, dude, you want my account? You know, hey, dude, you want this? Like, why? You know, hey, I'm going to be leaving. You know, where are you going? You know, talk to them. Don't just brush it off. Yeah, yeah. See, there are signs, but it's not always obvious. It's usually very subtle because a lot of people say that. Like every time you hear, like, here's the thing, and it, there's there's, no, there's there's statistics to put back it up, but a lot of times there's no behavioral changes, and if you hear a lot of famous suicides, everyone close to them, they spend like 
every day with them. But I, I had no idea. Everything was like normal for us. Like it was like any other day. But those are those cases that those are, you know, people that just really are really done done. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, people that we're close to. I mean, yes, a lot of those people that just do it are, you know, popular or, you know, they're, you know, you know, they're wealthy or just whatever. Talk about just the average gamer for like you and me. For everyday Guys. people, too, that, that holds up, too. I mean, right. I well, mean, that, just gamers, but I still, think... that's who we're, we're catering to right now is, is gamers. But everybody still. I mean, because like I said, it's not just because of, you know, who they are. I mean, they could be getting bullied online you know and they don't know how to handle it just somebody to talk to could change their perspective guys straight up it's very serious i mean i'm sorry yogi but it, this is something that um i'm passionate about i don't want to get i don't want to get bullied oh I don't no want to bully yeah. anybody else yeah i've been bullied a little bit yogi yogi was there for me so i mean it's just you know stuff that you know talk to somebody about it if you guys are don't 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 feel like you're being you're a little nerd or you're you know we're all nerds trust me but don't feel like you're you're gonna inconvenience us from asking for help because it's not and we're not gonna spread it you know oh hey guys morgana was getting trash so she came to us and help we're not gonna do that and morgana i know you're not but we're not gonna do something like that we're gonna keep it you know and, and, you know, and then if it's something that of a, of a legal matter, you know, we can point you in the right direction. But, you know, talk to somebody, though. There's a lot of times just another person talking to the, another person can help or defuse the situation. Yep. Oh, I'm done. No, no. <laughs> you know, it's really hard. We, we live in a time where it, it, people communicate in a, at a very superficial level. And... Like sharing feelings feels really awkward to a lot of people. There's people that are married and don't even know how to share their feelings, so they kind of just communicate at very superficial levels. You know, it's kind of like, "Hey, how are you today? Oh, the weather's wonderful. Okay, well, you have a good day. Okay, love you, bye." It's like, and there's no real connection. It's like, you know, even when they ask things like, "How is your How was your day? You know, uh, how's that project at work going?" It, it, it doesn't get a real answer because either people don't know how to. They think it's just a, a quick, you know, small talk kind of thing, and they don't feel like they, they need to give a, a real involved answer, or it doesn't sound sincere. Sometimes I think it's just simple. It's just simply being proactive. Like a bunch of people in the chat said, sometimes you don't see signs, and I and that ha- has happened to me in my life. Sometimes you do not see signs. Very often you do not. Sometimes you do, but it's very simple. Instead of you know the, all the, t- the salt and toxicity we see, just let someone know. You know, mm-hmm. every day if you can. Just let them know you appreciate them. Just for the heck of saying that. Not because you want anything returned or you want them to reciprocate. Say, hey, I appreciate you, man. You know, I love having you around. Oh, I love hanging out with you, you know. Simple little things like that. Let people feel wanted. Let them feel like they're, they have purpose. Because sometimes you look at people that end up taking that tragic route of ending their life. And you look at their life and they're like, man, they got everything going for them. They have a beautiful family. They got, th- you know, this nice car, beautiful house, great job. They, they're really doing something. They're, they're giving to charity. Everything. They got all this stuff together. Why would they do that? And you're almost angry at the same time. You're, you're savage. You're angry at the same time. And then you realize that, that those are things sometimes that don't give us a sense of, of fulfillment. They, it might be superficial. On the surface, it might look like it's perfect. But they're lacking that sense of belonging. 
and having purpose. So everybody has that uh, that power to just uplift each other. I know that's not like really hippie kind of kumbaya stuff, but it really is true. Our words are powerful. They're our greatest weapon. And you can use them for good or for bad. But folks, we do have to wrap up. And Obi, thanks for sharing those thoughtful thoughts. Because yeah, I'm, I'm passionate about that. I know a lot of our listeners and viewers are very passionate about th- those topics right there. And that's a good note to end on. We didn't do the gaming verse today. We're just going to go at our outro. Cause we have to wrap this up. But thank you for everyone listening on all games. We're going to close the theme, the, the stream here so we don't kind of go over our time too much. I'm streaming on my channel right now. See ya. <laughs> All right, and for everyone that's still on Twitch, we want to share. We want to say once again, check us out on uh, check out our sponsors, geekyheads.net for our sponsors. And remember, time and tea time can be enjoyed wherever fantastic, beautiful podcasts can be found, including but not limited to Stitcher, iTunes, Zune, TuneIn Radio, and Spreaker. We want to thank all our friends at the podcast community and Twitch community for, uh, you know, showing us love, including our friends over at UB, uh, UBM, uh, UBN, twitch.tv forward slash team forward slash UBN, and allgames.com, where you can join us live by just going to allgames.com every Saturday, unless otherwise advertised. Uh, it's actually every other Saturday. And um, at noon Eastern, 5 p.m. in London, 7 p.m. in Bucharest, 4 p.m. in Madrid, I believe. I'm trying to cover as many times as possible, but, you know, you can figure it out. And uh, That's 9 a.m. on the West Coast, PST. And Mountain and Central Time, I'm sure you can figure it out from there. Uh, GeekyEdge.net, again, visit us there. Leave some comments. Please show some love to our contributors, especially people contributing to our story section. And we'd love for you to hang out with, hang out with us there on, on uh, GeekyEdge.net and also the Geeky Antics uh, channel on Twitch.tv. Just have the YouTube, same thing, all Geeky Antics. But with that, folks, thanks for just so much for joining us for uh, Tea Time. We're going to play uh, some Heroes of the Storm here shortly, and it'll be uh, Gang Night tonight. There'll be some GTA 5, some Heroes of the Storm, maybe some Hearthstone, a little bit of everything. But uh, make sure you add me, YogiZilla, pound uh, 1722. Blue says goodbye. She's singing in the background. Obi and to hashtag 1894. Yeah, there we go. We thank you. We thank you for every crumb, biscuit, and cake you bring to the table. Because Doctor Who belongs to all of us. What you bring to the timey-wimey tea time in your live chat participation, comments, likes, shares, tweets and voicemail, all of it means the world to us. Love, true love never fails. Do you like it? If you like what we're doing, well, tell us for God's sake. Shout it from the rooftops at geekyantics.net. Or call it in, 206-415-4987. That's 206-415-4987. That's it. Bless you. So long. And thanks for all the fish. Adon, it won't be that long. Just a wee while. Because the timey-wimey tea time will be back. We'll return next Saturday with fresh insights, questions and epiphanies about Doctor Who. And heck yes, everything geek. Maybe same bat time. Absolutely the same bat channel. Every Saturday. Tiny, whiny, tea time.
gusta.